Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Welcome back to the show. Julia, it's great to have you back in the studio. Yeah, good to be here. Good to see you. And we're communicating. Uh, oh, is that what we call this? <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> you know, it's funny because that book that came out a long time ago, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, and yes. talking about how to communicate. How do we even communicate? Bishop Jacob had this little scenario that he was talking about that men are logical, linear thinkers, women talk in circles. He said he came home one day and asked his wife, what's for dinner? And she says, you know, I went out to the store because there was some stuff on, <laughs> on, on sale. And lo and behold, I ran into Diane. And did you know her daughter was pregnant again? Oh, by the way, I did stop by and bought a few extra items, but I did get some chicken. And he's like, that's all I want to know. What's for dinner? Chicken. That's it. Straight to the point. How come men and women have difficulty communicating? Well, it's really funny because I want to give the female perspective of how we, you know, some of us, most of us see the male brain. I literally sometimes sat across from um, my male companions and in the 20 seconds that I am looking at them, my brain has already created 46 different languages, you know. I have gone through the entire day's list of to-dos, you know, and I'm planning the next four weeks, right? And I'm looking at my male companion, whoever he may be sitting across from me and going, oh my gosh, he may not be thinking anything. <laughs> <laughs> what gives you the clue? The deer in the headlight look? <laughs> and I'm like, how is that even possible? Because your expression sometimes will look like you are, you know, males are very studious. They're intense conversation and my prompting or desire is going, please share with me. And, and so I, if I ask, share me what, what you're thinking, share that with me. And I, the funniest response is there's nothing to share. I wasn't <laughs> thinking about anything. <laughs> I, that was such a letdown. <laughs> Is it possible that women want men to be mind readers? Uh, you know, I I'm going to be quite honest because I think you could <laughs> we could hit some triggers on that one, Steve, as we're discussing <laughs> communication. But I think that I honestly think that there could be a subconscious desire that men will automatically emotionally spiritually physically mentally connect with us as women and that they should automatically know who we are and what we want okay so i think that there is something to be said that if we're 
expecting or desiring that from men, then maybe we do expect them to be instant mind readers. And that simply isn't true. No more than what we know what's going on in their mind when they're thinking thoughts. They they can't, you know, they're not going to be able to read us um, just instantly. We're, we're not books, guys. Well, I was I was sitting here thinking as you were talking. Oh, you're thinking? See, I oh, was so thinking. <laughs> A woman told me once that a man should come into the room and be able to read it and to know how she's going to react. Mm. And I think that's setting men up for failure. You know, there's a lot of things. I'm sorry. Just remember that that is one female's perspective. Let's not throw the entire baby out with the basket scenario. So true. I do want to throw out a lot of different uh, scenarios, not just the baby without the water, you know, it's uh, <laughs> having to communicate effectively. It's how to demonstrate ways that we can communicate because women have a bigger vocabulary than men because as, as women, not that I am one, but because of women, <laughs> you know, the bigger vocabulary is there. And you beat your research has shown that women beat themselves up over 400 words per minute. And it's an interesting that women just go there and it just takes one word from a man and you just trip the landmine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think in conversations, especially beginning in the morning, I call it the traffic signal. We don't do enough of that in our relationship. For example, getting up in the morning. Hey, hon, I'm not feeling good. I've got a headache today. I may snap at you. I don't mean to. So we're preparing the day as caution. But we don't do that. Okay, are you speaking from the male and female perspective or, or from my man's stance desiring a woman to do that? I'm just saying generically that there's not a traffic signal, so to speak, in communication. A lot okay. of couples that I deal with in therapy, they do talk about there are no warning signs, mm-hmm. you know, he or she will begin immediately talk to me in the morning and I don't want to, I'm just not a morning person. They should have known me all along. It's how do we prep our conversations to have good communication skills with one another? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think there's something to be said about, uh, first, okay, let me back up. Let's preface this, that each relationship, partnership, whether it's an intimate partnership or relate um, a romantic relationship, parent, child, whatever, or, or work, co- you know, cohorts kind of thing, that um, each one is going to be like wearing a different hat. So your communication skills that you might use with one, you may not use with the other. Okay, number one. Number two, I think it's also um, a good idea to just mention that individuals have preferences. So even though we're bringing these things up in this particular podcast, um, that there is a... uh... I want to interject something here real quick. And I'm sorry, you're probably in a mixed train of thought here. One of the things that 
I think about too is a lot of people really don't know how to communicate effectively. We just go off of emotion. And a lot of our communication seems to be drawn from a lot of emotion. And especially from women who are emotionally driven and then men who haven't dealt with their trauma become emotionally driven. And so when a woman talks, the man can be so reactive to her emotion. And then all of a sudden we're ending up in an argument. How can women be better communicators and throwing some caution so that the man knows whether is he fixing it, just listening, or she's wanting to advise when she's trying to say something to him? Well, you know, I, I think that that, first of all, you're going to take some women off right there because you're putting it on the women to be better communicators with men. But I think that it is both a male and a female, okay, responsibility to know that, that each party can learn communication skills that are outside of their comfort zone or their skill sets to better that relationship, okay? So we're, we're both going to, male and female are going to have some strengths that are completely different. Okay, their communication styles are going to possibly be completely different, but there is a way if they desire for that to be a healthy relationship to be able to um, learn new skill sets. Okay, that again, that they haven't had previously. So to answer your question on that, and I know we got a little bit derailed um, and I lost my train of thought, but there is a, there is a a process that I think that one, from a female perspective, because we tend to be more emotionally charged, okay, that we, we, there is something to be said about learning the natures of men. And, and I think this is a good time to bring in the idea of Alison Armstrong. She is an amazing relationship um, therapist. And she uh, talks about, and I tell when I, when I'm, coaching women through their relationships. I tell them, go get these books. Alison Armstrong does an amazing job of decoding men. All she's trying to do is teach women how to better connect with men and understand the different stages that men are going through so that when we do communicate with them, we know who we're communicating with and, and when is the best time to communicate with them. I would love to say that men are available 100% of the time and that we can just deep dive into any conversation that, that that's on our mind and our hearts because we have so many going on all the time. But there is a very, in, there is wisdom in using intentional timing on approaching a man. And when we do, and, and we use that wisdom, okay, it invites the man to be present with us, to, uh, to allow him to actually hear us. So it's not being brushed off into one of his, you know, several boxes. Um, and it also, I think, I know this will probably uh, make some women uncomfortable, but I think it needs to be said because I think it, for me, it is a truth that when we communicate with a man at, uh, based on understanding who he is, okay, and we're not just throwing up on him uh, with our words and our emotions, then it is also a sign of respect. It is saying, hey, I see you, I respect you, I honor and value our conversations. And because of that, I really need you to be present with me. And so 
when can we talk? And I guarantee you 99% of the time, if that is a healthy man, he's going to say, honey, okay, if you will give me about 15 minutes to wrap up this project that I've been working on for the last 12 hours, let's go sit on the couch or, you know, let's sit down and, and you will have my attention. And then you don't just throw up on him. Okay, you don't, you, you know, even then you try to come about it with, if possible, even in our emotional state, even if we're crying, and sometimes we just need to yell, we need to, we need that thunderstorm has to come out somewhere. And so Alison Armstrong actually talks about that for males that when a female is blistering her storms just verbally, to not take it personally, to stand like a tall tree and just let it blow over him. Okay because it's not directed at him. It's all these emotions that are in, uh, that's going on in her. And then when she's done, ask her if there's anything else, you know? And do you see the, the wisdom in both male and female in that partnership, learning new skills? There ain't a man out there that's going to, uh, unless he's got some kink that we don't know about, that's going to be okay with the woman going, you're not a you're a you know, they're, they're just not, okay? But if he understands that it's not really him, that she's just trying to get all these emotions out, he's going to be stronger. For her, using the timing and and the, the new skill sets of, of how to decode and read the man that she's with, that's not comfortable for her either because she wants him to already know who she is. But the value of the both of them learning new skills to make the relationship work changes everything. And and when I started this conversation, I wasn't saying that women are bad communicators. Both need to be good communicators. Okay. Yes, what you just explained is exactly where I was wanting to go with this conversation. That sometimes women think because they're in this emotional, ready to communicate with a man, he's ready to communicate. Mm -hmm. We That's are never the case. <laughs> we're builders. We're yeah. hunters, we're protectors and, so fixers. Our, and fixers. So that's yeah. where our mind is fixing and doing. And so if we're in the middle of working on a car or, or doing something and she comes in and just starts going, he doesn't know what to do. Right. He catches him off guard. Correct. And if he's in the middle of something and he knows he's got to get that last bolt in and she's coming in and wants to interrupt, he's going to become explosive because you just disrupted his mindset of how to put the puzzle pieces together, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So men need to be gentle if they can and be mindful. Both men and women need to be mindful of each other. Because men and women do think differently. Men are more task oriented, not to say that women aren't, but men are task oriented. And it takes a while for our brain to switch. I got to calm down. I got to sit and just let her go. Well, and I, and I think too, Steve, that, 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 that is some valid points there because when we consider that the man is in the process of a, a certain focus point, okay? You guys may not be able to go right back to it 
immediately as soon as that conversation is done. I mean, it's you, you've been derailed basically. And I and I'd also like to say there's always is a, is an exception to the rule. There are going to be more men that are more emotionally connected and have done a lot of personal work, and so they're going to be better communicators. Um, and under for. Uh, when they're communicating with women than most, okay? And then there are also going to be women out there that are simply not emotional either, okay? And so they oftentimes take on a more male energy and and they're and they're going to be more task oriented, you know, da, 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 and and so there's always an exception to the rule. So we're not trying to put everybody right. in the same spot. And but generally speaking, you're right. I mean, it's uh, if, if I uh, let's just say this. A in fact, oh, this is a perfect perfect example. In the middle of this podcast, I got a call from a male. Okay, that was a very important call. As soon as he called, because I was waiting on that call. Okay, I we paused the podcast. And I don't mind just saying this. You know, we paused it, and um, because of the conversation that we had, he didn't know I was on a podcast. Okay. Right he derailed my thought process. Okay. And I wasn't able to go back to it. That is what typically happens to a male right. when a female comes in and he is in the middle of building, creating, fixing, you know, uh, whatever his focus may be, we have completely derailed his thought process and he may not be able to go back to it. Okay. Now, what's interesting about this, because you were able to come in and just instantly um, create a space for the fact that I was derailed. What did you do as a man that is very male? You fixed it. You just fixed it. You said, <laughs> okay, I got this. I got this. Um, and I was so happy because I was like, I have no idea what thought I was on. I'm, I'm, I'm out there somewhere. Um, and so I think just having that real life example um, kind of help will help our listeners understand the value of, of, of typically speaking, we are completely knocking him off of his horse, essentially, uh, in the middle of galloping, okay, uh, when we stick our, 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 all of our handkerchiefs and our heels and our cute little dresses and our conversations and our sisterhoods and our, um, oh my gosh, our hair bows and our jewelry and our da, 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 da. And the guy is just sitting there going, damn woman, I, all I want to do was ride the horse. <laughs> right. You know, we want to ride the horse. Uh, the thing about it is, is when I think about, especially for me as a man, for me going from an engineering career field in the middle of my life and switching into therapy, my mindset is already already in the engineering, ready to listen, ready to work on things. And in the telecommunications field, I was always a, a troubleshooter. I will never forget there was an incident that had happened and I had to call the president of 9X to escalate a situation. The next morning, I thought I was in trouble because the director of operations was at my desk. He says, I heard you call 9X and spoke to the president last night. What were you doing? And I thought I was in trouble. I explained to him. He says, congratulations. You are now my lead escalator. Any problem I have is going to you and you're going to fix it. Nice. So... 
it's men can jump in and get it when it comes to the female perspective men like direct conversation yes i do and one of the things that i try to recommend to couples is if a woman is bringing something don't go five minutes in a conversation because you just lost him If we can break the conversation in a minute or two, allow him to catch up. Because remember, his mind is also trying to figure out where he's at in the conversation. That's why I think it's sometimes it's 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 good that we can preface it and say, babe, I I need a vent. Yes, this or I need I need a mind. resolution. Can you yes. can I? So one of the things that I did uh, with my boyfriend, and I think that it was probably, and I did this with my husband. And he's passed on now. I just want to remind that for our listeners. I'm like, that's <laughs> cutting it close. <laughs> my related husband. <laughs> Woo, okay, y'all, <laughs> got a player over here. Um, is that uh, when it's something that I want. I want fixed, okay? But I don't want him to jump right in to fix it, okay? I preface my conversation with this. Hi, it's really good to see you. I just need to let you know, I have been struggling on something and I need your counsel on it from a male perspective. Would you do this for us? Do you think that there is anything after that point that he is not going to listen to? No, because I like how you presented that. It's I need help. And what man doesn't like, I need help. Except when a woman is so needy, (laughs) she can't change the light bulb. She can't do this. I mean, a man does get tasked out when there's so much to do when he knows that she could probably do it herself. Yeah. Well, and I think that some, I think that generally speaking, when it's smaller things that a woman can do, that a man thinks it's hot. I mean, I think that he finds that super attractive. Um, And even if we can't do it, I think that you guys typically speaking love the idea that we tried. So let's just say, um, I may not know how to change out the receptacle. Is it called a receptacle? Receptacle. What is the? Mm-hmm. Okay. I may not know how to change that out. Okay. But if I went on YouTube to figure it out, okay, or I read some books or I counseled with a couple of people and I still look at it and I go, you know what? I don't, I just don't feel safe enough to do this myself. I don't care how basic they say it is. And I go to my man or a man that um, I have some kind of connection with. And I say, hey, I've done dot, 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 dot. And I still just don't feel comfortable with this. Would you please help me figure this out? Or will you, you know, they're they're like, you know, number one, you went and at least got educated on it. So you're using the correct terms, whatever the terms are. Okay. I can see that you learned something. So heck yeah, I'm going to go do it. You know, come on, let's go do it together. Um, but there is also, there was intentional words that I use when I want counsel. And that's, you know, again, I want your counsel, okay? Because you have experiences I don't have, but will you do this for us? Notice I didn't say for me, okay? The reason I use us is that is an instant connecting right. 
word, okay? And it says that it's our relationship is more than this experience that I'm requesting help on. And, and it also doesn't put all the pressure on the guy to fix it. He may be a fixer, okay? And he may love fixing, but he also likes to know that we're still in the game with him while he's trying to create a resolution. And, and I think that that's where oftentimes, honey, take out the trash. Okay, do you know, I now take out the trash it, probably more often than him. And why is that? Because it is, it's, I, I, he will do it if I ask him to, but I'm already going out to, I'm going that way anyway. So why would I put that on his plate? And I, so I think that there's this, this, this trade-off, if we will, women are not princesses. I hate to break it to you. You're really not queens either. Okay. Men are not kings. They, we, and, and Alison Armstrong actually goes into these different labels. And I, and so she uses them very specifically, but we're, we're human. And we, we want and desire healthy relationships. And, and if we're going to have those healthy relationships, there's going to be some new skill sets that we need to develop in order to be able to make the relationship work. And, and that ladies, is a, that, I'm sorry, that is a great segue for our next time. We're running out of time. One of the things I do want to kind of wrap up and saying is that I do know there's difficulties and I know we went on a little rabbit trail here and that's another great segue into another podcast that we, we should be able to um, listen to one another, create that safe space. If we're in an angry position, then, then we back it off a little bit and wait for a good timing to communicate. Finally, one of the things that I like to share is that we we need to be aware about how much we can encourage one another in our speech. Women praising men. Men need to be more aware of praising her. Instead of saying you shouldn't eat that. No. Watch how we talk to one another. And that's another segue that I like I to say, leave yeah, off yeah, here. That's a different one. We are timed out. I love to communicate with you. You too. Thank you, Steve. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.